Mic check, mic check. Make sure the levels is well met it. EBCG, episode 42. At this point, I, I'm definitely like, this is an unscheduled situation going on. Uh, I don't ever want to, you know, I mean, realistically, fam, at a certain point, I do want to, you know, get this thing on schedule because I'm not going to lie to you. It is pretty hectic, you know, considering the fact that at this current time, I'm wearing all hats, you know, as I hold, as I cradle my docket and basically self-edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so check this out, right? Episode 42, EBCG Podcast. Uh, Once again, thanks for tuning in. Poaching Season 3. We're definitely approaching Season 3. I am six episodes away, so I'm at 42 now. I'll be at 48 at this point. You know what I'm saying? Considering the fact that I'm not on schedule, that, that might be January, low-key. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's going to be a pretty busy fourth quarter, you know, to say the least. I have definitely been, you know, basically just trying to get certain things situated. You know, obviously the fourth quarter, you know, if you're not in your bag in the fourth quarter, I'm not really sure you're on the bench, basically. You know what I'm saying? It's the fourth quarter, fam. You you either getting buckets or you 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 a mop. My last episode, uh, fourth quarter comeback, right? That was about a week and a half ago. So I'm not, I'm doing all right out here, fam. Right? Considering the fact that I still have, you know, um, different things going on. Obviously, you know, I've been very very vocal about you know my legal situation, you know, which is currently basically still pretty much up in the air. Uh, you know. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at December 29th. You know, it's going to be my next appearance in court, so I will definitely be keeping you guys posted, keeping you updated on the saga, right? Tory Lanez definitely uh just recently sent a message, you know, as I'm speaking about legalities and shit, right? From prison where he basically he sounded like he was in good spirits, man. And and listen, I'm not choosing any sides here, right? And let me just take the time to clear this up as well, right? Because on my last episode, I feel like, as a matter of fact, this wasn't even on. This was this might have been on one of my AMP shows where I basically, I'm off the hinges on AMP. Yeah, yeah, my show's on AMP. I'm all over the place, right? There's kind of no schedule for that either, right? I'm off schedule with every show, right? Unscripted, unscheduled, everyday life, improv commentary. I say all that to say this, man. He He put out that message, you know. Basically, was he was, he, you getting ready to drop an album, and he doesn't even really sound like he's even focusing on the idea that he's getting ready to, you know, have to serve the amount of time. Obviously, this this is you know a developing situation, right? And I see a lot of people, you know, on social media, kind of picking sides. You know, that's kind of what social media has become. But we can't start there. Unfortunately, uh, we have some, you know, unfortunate, you know, uh, news. Okay, so what's being reported is, unfortunately, a one-year-old toddler, you know, it's a daycare center, right? So what is a daycare center? Obviously, a daycare center, I've been in a daycare center, right? This is, part, you know, you're essentially bringing your, your you know, your children to a facility that you're, you know, basically guaranteed their safety, right? You're leaving your children, you know, in the care 
of, you know, other adults who are basically, you know, taking on the role of being a parent, the expectation is not for a daycare center to have large doses of fentanyl were found enough enough to kill 500,000 people. There were two arrests made, uh, from what I understand. I, I don't have any names of, you know, of the individuals who were taken into custody. I do know that there was an additional arrest made. This story is about, I want to say, two or three weeks old, you know. I seen, you know, obviously there's a clip, the clip going around on social, you know, you know, with this, you know, with this toddler's, uh, his father, who obviously is distraught, you know, in the clip, which kind of made me avoid it, right? I, you know, you read that, you see the, it's like, ah, damn, I'm not really sure if I, you don't really want to, uh, but then at the same time, it's kind of like to know that something like this is even possible. Something that you definitely have to take heed to, considering the fact that at some point, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we're all going to have to be in a situation where, you know, we have to leave our children. I mean, well, at this point, do we? Because I'm not going to, like, the times we live in, this is just a different time that we live in, you know. I feel like, yeah, I'm not really sure. This was definitely in the Bronx, right? So my first thought was, if I'm just keeping it all the way at thousand, it's like, yeah, this is definitely where this would take place. Uh, unfortunately, I don't really know what the ins and outs of that, you know, facility was, right? And how basically, is this a situation where like nobody had any idea that this was going on, or was this a situation where certain people kind of knew? And we're willing to take a risk. And we don't know. We don't know. All we know is that a one-year-old is now, you know, unfortunately dead, you know, and is not going to get to, you know, obviously a life cut cut way too short, you know, family grieving. Arrests were made. I'm not really sure. Obviously, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to shut this, this facility down at this point, right? I mean... Who's bringing? No, I'm pretty sure they're gonna lose all their clients. Uh, I would assume. Yeah, that this is also developing. Um, I'm pretty sure there's more information. Uh, that has been released. I haven't really been. I kind of just gathered. You know, listen, man. Like I said once again, it's kind of hard to even really read something like this, let alone you know, continue to read and continue to. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like it's obviously super unfortunate, though. And something is going to have to be done. They made arrests. We'll, we'll see, you know, if that, you know. I mean, realistically, the damage has been done. The damage has been done. That's what's going on out here. It's fentanyl. The, that's, that, the thought of that is actually, like, and if we really want to just, like, kind of, you know, ad, advance this conversation... You know, just beyond, obviously, you know, this situation, which is obviously a super unfortunate situation, right? The idea of a substance that is so, you know, poisonously deadly, 
that it can literally, you know, kill a one-year-old, kill adults, kill anybody, kill 500,000 people is what was reported, right? It was enough. That was the amount, you know, they had that much fentanyl store that it was that, you know, they had enough. I don't even know how to say this shit. The quantity was enough to kill at least 500, at least 500,000. You feel me? So it's just like, I'm not really sure, like, number one, where does this stuff come from, right? That's kind of like where my brain goes to right away, right? Because obviously we know that there's a history with, you know, substances, you know, coming into different communities, you know, um, in, in some instances intentionally, you know, basically weaponized and used to, you know, wipe out communities, essentially, right? And, you know, we already kind of know and seen this kind of happen, and we've seen this take place. The question is, is this even more deadly and even more scary than what we've seen in the 80s with the crack epidemic, right? Realistically, I, I what I will say is this. What I will say is this. The short answer is yes, right? When we're talking about something that you literally don't even have to be in, in ingesting, right? Something that you don't even intentionally have to be. You're not even making a conscious decision and you dying from this shit, right? I feel like with the crack shit, it was kind of like it was just addictive to the point where like, all right, people kept coming back. They was making a conscious decision, fam. They wanted that high, right? Now, we know that they didn't just come up and nobody went to the lab and created this on their own. And that's kind of where, you know, that conversation takes, you know, turns and, you know, we, we go into another direction with that. Right. Why was this, you know, drug even introduced and why did it have such a profound effect? We're still seeing the effects of what that drug did to communities, you know, 30, 40 years later. Question. The question is this, though. Is this basically, are we are we living in a new epidemic, bro? Is this a new, this shit is scarier than COVID, if you ask me, fam. I don't want to have to think about not being able to, you know what I'm saying? Now, what happens, like, I, the thought of that, the 500,000 is crazy to me. Because it's like, all right, you're trying to tell me, like, this thing could wipe out entire facilities or, or what are we talking about here exactly with you know as far as like i this is something i definitely need to uh i might need to go to a lab and really study study this you know what i'm saying like what it's it's just the thought of it is scary it is scary then not to mention you know even as just an adult you know this thing is moving around this thing is moving around. So we definitely got to be cautious, you know. We definitely have to be cautious about, you know, not only where we're, we're putting and placing our, you know, our safety, right? Or not even our safety, but, you know, the just knowing where you at, basically, at all times, fam. I'm not, I'm not even going to, I'm off the cush. I am. I'm off that LCG, Lemon Cherry Gelato for the win. This shit got me, you know what I'm saying? Talking from within, like my soul and shit. Like I'm really trying to like, not to mention like, I, I really do feel like this is, you know, terrible. And, you know, 
you know, you, you can't help but think of, you know, just like, man, I don't even know how I would, you know, I couldn't imagine, basically. Couldn't imagine. Is this avoidable? How can how can you really avoid something that, you know, that if they just store this shit somewhere, it can kill? Yeah, pray prayers out to the the mini. I believe this is pronounced the Dominici. Uh hope I'm not mispronouncing that, but um yeah, the, the young the young child's name was Nicholas Dominici. Uh pardon the mispronunciation. Uh if applicable. Uh yeah, yeah, praise out to that family though, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. Not really sure. Alright. So we're gonna move on from that, right? The best way we can. Um I guess we're going into another direction here. Let's let's take a look at politics. Let's just take a quick look at politics right now. Cause I just feel like I mean, I just feel like I'm at a point now with this thing where it's just kinda like, uh man. I'm not sure what what it is that I'm missing here. We was a we was supposed to uh, we like let me not see this is the thing right. I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Like how did we not overthrow the government at this point yet? You feel me? Like clearly, clearly the government is daring us to do something. Like they are basically. There is no more. Go- Our government is crumbling every single fucking day right before our eyes on television i mean we see this shit playing out every single day you know got hunter biden the son of our current president it's kind of like fam how how can i be pumped up and excited about a presidential speech at this point like we see your son getting dragged through the court system disgraced you know what I'm saying? The Biden name. Like, nobody who's, I don't feel proud to be an American right now. I don't. I don't. I have moments of like, all right, like September 11th, if I'm just being all the way honest with you, obviously we just, you know, well, we didn't just, it's been about three weeks now. September 11th, we're in, we had the 27th now. So about 14, 15 days. The anniversary of that just kind of passed. And if I'm just keeping it all the way a thousand with you, I kind of been stuck on 9-11, September 11th docs. And I'm not going to hold you. It was a couple of them that I ain't seen. You feel me? So I say all that to say this. Something like that, I'm proud to be in them. You have no choice but to be proud and stand with every single man and woman that, you know, fell in those towers and died on that day. Right? All the firefighters, all the police officers, like, there is no real title that you can put on any of those men and women other than, you know, hero, right? Now, this is my point. I say all that to say this, right? Because I kind of went off in another direction, right? I don't feel the same way about this administration, you know? I don't really feel like, I just don't feel like we have any anybody to really, you know, the Donald Trump saga. They keep showing me Donald Trump. So, so what, what's going on? New charges. New charges, right? So he obviously, you know, they they you know they indicted him on, you know, the charges of, you know, uh manipulating 
right? I don't know the, the exact charges, but I know that it was, you know, basically uh, had had everything to do with the election in 2020 and basically, you know, manipulation of the voting poll and the electoral or the electoral uh, voting system, right? Not sure if that's exactly what the charges were, but I know that that's basically what they've been printing in the newspaper and putting on the news for the past, I mean, it's literally every day for the past two years, fam. So now there's new charges, right? New charges. New charges of real estate fraud have emerged in, in obviously, New York City, right? And the claims are that, you know, Donald Trump and his company inflated the value of his assets by several billions of dollars and, you know, lied about his net worth. So now at this point, we got we got new charges, and now the question is, are they going to take down the Trump Towers? So this is real estate fraud. Interesting. You know what's so crazy? I just literally asked myself this question you know the other day i was i was basically doing a delivery in a building that that's adjacent to one of the trump towers um located on i believe it's on wall street somewhere over there and every time i go over there and i look across i see that trump across the building and then i harken back to basically you know everything that they're showing on the news and i ask myself the question all the time like how can we sit here and i mean this man's name is up on building still right so i feel like it was just only a matter of time before they you know kind of made the decision to kind of go after you know the buildings and like at this point fam i really couldn't care any less i, I couldn't care any less it's fight week <laughs> you know what i'm saying we got we got we got trades going on in the nba we definitely gonna get to that in a second pardon hold on I wanted to get, see, see, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to get the serious stuff out of the way, if you couldn't tell, right? My frequency is on a whole nother level. I'm a little bit more somber. I promise you I'm going to turn up in a few minutes. Just give me one second. Bear with me. Let's get the serious stuff out of the way. All right. And at the end of the day, we got to pay attention to what's going on in our goddamn country, fam. Because realistically, fam, I say all that to say this, right? As I basically beat around the bush with this. I don't really want to get. No pun intended. Uh, beat around the bush. Come on, last administration we well the last three administrations ago. My point is this, fam. I'm not really the politics guy. I never was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you got to take take heed to what's going on. You know, I know that the GOP. You know, there's a debate taking place. I'm not sure they might be they might be going on right now, fam. While I'm doing this pod, fam. The GOP is you know they talking about tax breaks and trying to get the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's the same old story, right? I'm not that invested. But there are new charges that have been brought about. And I'm not really sure how this affects... I mean, listen, hold on. I don't know, man. Kanye might clean up in 2024, fam. Is Kanye still... Is that still a thing? Yay 2024? We've seen him pushing that kind of hard, you know, over the over the years, you know. He's kind of been always teasing that, and I just feel like at this point, 
Trump is out of the way now. I mean, listen, man, real estate fraud? God damn, homie. You 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 lying about assets and it's looking bad for your boy right now. It's looking bad for your boy. I don't think every I don't think all of this is just something is gonna uh I just don't see a scenario where Donald Trump is our president again. Right? And I said that like I was hurt. I'm not. I'm off the cushion right now. So I'm a little somber right now, off the cushion and all that. But like I said, fam, I don't I don't put any faith in any of these people. I don't, bro. You know, what I mean, uh, yeah, stimulus checks was cool. They was cool. They was they was they was kind of cool. They were, and we was you know, but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know, all of the politics around you know, obviously a lot of bad politics got done during that administration. You know, what I'm saying obviously you know, um, internal affairs. I mean, it was just so much different things that was taking place obviously the way we approached dealing with the uh immigration crisis and you know all the families that were basically ripped apart to this day i'm sure that you know people are still basically trying to re recuperate and recover from that you know what i'm saying so it's kind of just like you can't do something good and then something else completely hard you know what i'm saying it's kind of imbalanced right the bad always the good you know what i'm saying um and that's as far as I go with politics these days. It doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good, man. Biden up there. What did he, he just did? He just called LL. He definitely just called LL Cool J a boy or something crazy, fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio came out. I'm not even sure what, like, what event this was, fam. Like, why? It was some type of political hip-hop mashup somehow LL Cool J was supposed to get some type of acknowledgement from Joe Biden fam you can't you can't even make this stuff up fam who are the writers I don't know we don't know who's writing this stuff we just know that he's up there and he's struggling he's struggling to read simple you know what I'm saying things on the teleprompter fam he called them LL Cool JJ or something crazy LLJ Cool J and he messed up, and then he didn't know what to say, and then he ended up calling him boy, right? The audio's out. I say what well, I just say this. Kanye is definitely getting ready to clean up 2024, man. Just remember I said it here. He kind of got quiet. You know what I'm saying? He really might be working on his politics right now, fam. I mean, he's definitely working. Realistically, fam, maybe not, though. Maybe not. Because I definitely just seen and uh, I heard some things about Told himself that he's getting ready to drop not one but two albums. So if that's true, I, I just don't see how he's uh yeah. He was probably locked in making music. Let's get off of that though. We don't get off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on to some other things. I think I think it's about time we get to what's really good though in the world of battle rap. Ichi Gotti. Versus Easy, the Black Captain. Did I say that right? Is that his name? Easy, the Black Captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this is the thing, right? As far as me, as far as me, um, I'm just gonna, um, you know, y'all, yeah, I don't even know how to just keep it a, a buck and all that. I don't really know how to keep it any other way with y'all. You know, this is the EBCG podcast. 
I know I'm channel Z100. You feel me? Because that's how I keep it. Keep it 100 with the people. I'm not really the battle rap guy, right? I say all that to say this. I don't really, I don't indulge that that often. Obviously, I appreciate and I definitely, you know, acknowledge great rap, you know, whether it's battle rap, whether it's freestyle rap, whether it's, you know, hip-hop, you know, all elements of rap, music in general, you know, really just music overall, you know. I am somewhat of a, you know, music connoisseur. Uh, but, you know, the whole battle rap scene, I'm just keeping it all the way a thousand. I feel like it changed, basically. I feel like it changed, man. I feel like it changed. I feel like it kind of got a little WWE-ish, right? You know how, like, the WWE went through its phases? I feel like this is the second episode in a row where I'm referencing WWE, right? Vince McMahon definitely just sold. Well, he sold the company some months ago, but I believe that that paperwork and that uh became official a couple of days ago, right? So Endeavor officially, you know, now owns the WWE. They just sold it to me, but that's a whole other story. I got I got work to do. Clearly, I got work to do because I definitely would have put a bid in. You know what I'm saying? For that Ultimate Warrior Macho Man catalog, fam. You give me the rights to that. You see what I do. How many channels I create. How many apps I... Listen. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I say all that to say this. I, I digress. I digress so much. I was on Battle Rap, fam. Right. They are going through their phases, just like the WWE went through their phases, where I feel like they, you know, they kind of had it. Obviously, Vince McMahon, you know, got the company from his dad. His dad had it first, and that was, you know, it's his dad's company, right? It's a family-owned business. I don't know if Smack is a second-generation uh, battle rap owner. It's, he might be first-generation, right? Uh, RBE. My point is this. It went from, you know, one era to another era. Battle rap, to me, is in the PG era right now. I feel like they're in their PG era phase right now. I'm just gonna keep it. I, I, it's not really. I don't know, man. You, I see Hitman Holly and Cassidy sitting in a room. Hitman about to go to the bag to shoot Cassidy. Like, fam, you not telling me like this was literally a storyline in in WWE. I remember this. Brian Pillman and Stone Cold, fam. They had them going back and forth. Stone Cold was at the crib. What really Brian Pillman was at his crib and Stone Cold ran down on him in the crib. They actually made Stone Cold Steve Austin. True story. I remember this shit. He shot Brian Pillman on live television, fam. Like, that shit was crazy, fam. They really sold that to us as, like, children. Point being this. Point being this. I feel like battle rap is very, very adjacent to what Vince McMahon and the WWE has done over the years, fam. So with all that being said, I kind of been in and, you know, I tune in and out. I tune in and out, right? I catch some, I miss most, if I'm just being honest, right? Anytime, I mean, you got certain, obviously, battle rappers who are, like, super elite, right? And great at what they do. So it's kind of like certain, there's certain, you know, battle rappers. It's really just one, though, if I'm being honest, which is crazy. Like in a battle rap circle, I'm I'm they not really they don't really fuck with me. 
Because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to say straight up and down, there is no battle rapper that can stand on the stage with King Los. I mean, we've seen it. It's been proven. You know what I'm saying? They said that about Daylight. They said all of that stuff about Daylight, and they put Daylight on that stage in front of King Los, and we've seen enough said. Enough said. It's there. It's documented. There's no, there's not really nothing to talk about, fam. He three, he thirty them. He thirty daylight, and it's it was done in broad daylight. My point is this. My point is this. Everybody needs to watch that battle, by the way, because I do feel like that kind of did go under the radar. If I'm just being all the way a thousand, and that's another reason why that kind of took, you know, that left a bad taste in my mouth too. Because I'm like, fam, how y'all supposed to be battle rap, and y'all supposed to be if it's about bars and if it's about who can come up with the best punchlines and the best catchphrases and the best metaphors and schemes, that King Los battle should have been put. That fam, that shit should have been. They might have needed to play that joint after a WrestleMania or something, fam, so that like that audience could have seen it too, fam. That was a masterclass. It was a masterclass of battle rap. I mean. I don't think, I personally don't think there's been a battle with better punchlines in it than that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, and just basically where my ear is, right? Because at the end of the day, it's all perspective. This Geechee Gotti battle, let me get to it, fam. This Geechee Gotti versus Easy to Block Captain battle, I watched it. I did. And I'm not going to hold you. It was pretty good. It was actually pretty good. And realistically, fam, I need to probably tune in a little bit more. Because my point is this. I didn't even know who Geechee Gotti was, fam. I didn't. I never even heard of this nigga, if I'm being honest. I tuned into this, and, and I like what I... I definitely like what I heard, and uh, it was a good battle. Was it great? Eh, it was great for the moment, I'll say. For sure, definitely for the moment, it was great. I do feel like this is going to come and go. Um, I do feel like this was a battle that... Like I said, once again, man, the WWE, they did it. They played to the fans with this one. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what the WWE does. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fans basically want, for the most part, is kind of what they're going to sell. That's You know, it becomes their product, ultimately, right? So I feel like they kind of played to the blogs with this a lot. You know what I'm saying? Geechee Gotti, I do feel like he's a dope uh, battle rapper, though. Uh, despite the fact that he kind of went with the, you know, I feel like there was a moment there where I, I wasn't really sure if he was going to be able to, like, I didn't, I wasn't sure. Like, emotionally, it did seem like it was a point in the battle where things was taking a turn, and I feel like easy to block Captain. Realistically, I, I probably missed. I ain't see. I don't think I seen his first. I ain't see easy to block first. Uh, his first round because I called it. I'm going to have to rewatch it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I missed a round. I think I caught it round two, realistically. i seen enough, though, and I heard enough, right? And let's get to the main story at the end of the day, because realistically, fam, the other thing that's kind of crazy about this is nobody's talking about any of the bars from this battle, fam. What is the number one thing that everybody's talking about? Well, I guess we just get to it then, huh? Remy Ma... Is conceded. And she got a goddamn reason, fam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remy Ma is conceded for a reason. Remy Ma 
is now the owner of her own battle rap league, right? The event, the name of the event was Chrome 23, if I'm not mistaken, right? I know it was Chrome, right? So we just call it Chrome. She definitely put on an amazing event. I mean, salute to Remy. Salute to Remy, absolutely, because at the end of the day, end of the day, we seen kind of, you know, basically her transition, you know what I mean, since she came home from prison, right, which a lot of people, including myself, if I'm just being all the way honest, I didn't really think, I wasn't really sure how she was going, you know, kind of, at at that time when she came back, I just feel like the female rap game wasn't where it is now, right? So we kind of seen, you know, it was like certain artists, more specifically Nicki Minaj, right, who kind of had that spot. And at that time, it didn't really seem like the industry was given more than two females, you know what I'm saying, that kind of look. My point is this, my point is this, fam, whether they were talented or not, Right? Wasn't really sure what was going, how Remy was going to transition, you know, I mean, and obviously, fast forward, we see where she's at now. So we want to definitely salute Remy Ma, Pat Poos as well, Uh, obviously, who, you know, was 100% in her corner throughout that entire transition, right? And as well as prior, right? You know, he kind of, he kind of sat and, you know, did the bid with Remy. Right. As far as we all know. Right. Every story I've heard or, you know, anytime we've seen Remy and Pat, you know, what I'm saying during any interview. You know, what I'm saying I definitely pardon the bomb I'm over here. My shit delayed and shit. I really dropped it like 10 minutes ago. Man. So I'm just checking to see. Hold on. Let me make sure we you good. I don't know what's going on. With my shit. All right. Yeah. Pardon yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Pap has kind of been ride or die. Come on, man. We seen the we seen the black love. We seen how they kind of position themselves. You know what I'm saying? As like, you know what I'm saying? As the basically the poster childs, you know, for black love, right? More specifically, black hood love, right? Let's just keep it all the way at that. Like, Michelle and, and Barack was really the poster child for that, right? But they kind of came in and figured out a way to kind of. You know what I'm saying? Make it their own. They made it their own. They made it their own. They they carved out a lane. They had a brand around it. They got a kid. Come on, man. Drop a bomb for the fact that you got a kid. Drop the goddamn bomb. How much times I got to press it, bro? I know this shit is not... Listen, I'm, I'm working on my... Listen, the studio... Listen, we going... We, I promise you, fourth quarter... Hold on. I ain't, let me get a Gatorade in me. We still got a lot of time left in the game, is what I'm saying, right? Dame, game, uh-oh. Is it transition time? Not yet. Not yet. We not off of Remy and uh, Easy to Block Captain going to Red Lobster and uh, getting caught. So this is the thing. This is the thing, right? So many questions. So many questions. So many, so much speculation. Rumor mill is... I mean, it's it's damn near brought the break. They breaking the internet every day with, with Remy Ma. She's trending every goddamn day. Easy to block captain has never been this hot. I mean, I would assume, right? And I'm not mad at it because at the end of the day, fam, 
when you get your moment, fam, and you know what I'm saying, especially if you've been putting in the work, and I don't easy to block Captain. I mean, from everything that I can tell and everything that I know and everything I've gathered about him has been in the battle rap game in that scene for a very long time. And I mean, essentially, what I'm saying is, is the man paid his dues and he's not an overnight captain, right? He didn't get this job yesterday. He's kind of been putting in the work. So I say all that to say this, fam, if a moment comes... If something like if a, you know, you get something that you get a little hot off of, you know what I'm saying? It might be some scandalous, it might be something you don't really even want to talk about, but whatever the case may be, I'm not mad at somebody for basically taking advantage of an opportunity, right? Especially if you've been putting in the work, like I said. As far as the situation at hand, right? Because I'm kind of avoiding it. Uh, Apparently, Easy couldn't avoid Pap's hands, though. So uh, that's kind of where we at with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, easy to block captain has been rumored. I'm not even sure. Is it even a rumor at this point? Like, can we just kind of like, conf- I, I feel like we've confirmed it now. Pat Post, allegedly, Pat Post, easy to block captain. Now, this the thing. This the thing. Remy Ma, who we've always known to be, you know, Remy Ma, right? You can't play with Remy Ma. Ain't nobody usually, you don't really hear people even talk about her. This is like, we, it's actually uncomfortable to see Remy Ma going through this. Just for the simple fact that, like, this is the first time Remy Ma basically looks just like, I don't know. I almost want to say like a victim. To a certain degree. But then it's like, all right, she can't be the victim if she cheated on Papoose. Papoose would be the victim here. But then it's like, all right, you can't really call Pap the victim if he punched this nigga's lights out and knocked him out cold. Then maybe he's the victim. There's all, all three of these people are victims here somehow, which makes this that much more entertaining, right? Papoose is the victim, Remy the victim, and Easy the Black Captain was definitely the victim, according to Geechee Gotti. Because he was on him in that third round, fam. Was it the third? I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was the third round. He saved it. Yeah, yeah. He saved the best for last. He was, uh, he, yeah. He was very, very detailed and very, very explicit. He didn't hold anything back. And I love that about, you know, that if there's one thing I could say that I love about Battle Rap, it's the fact that you're going to get basically just, you know what I'm saying? The uncut raw truth and shit like i do like that element of you know what i'm saying basically just the battle the battle element right and i do feel like they're very very you know they're getting they're getting bigger they're getting bigger and situations like this definitely help right so then that that's where the questions start to kind of come in right so this is this is where we at it's a rumor right now and the only reason why it's still a rumor and it's still active is because remy ma has not said a goddamn word in regards to the situation, fam. We have not, outside of the clip of Remy Ma basically quivering on stage, fam. Her lips was quivering, fam. I've never thought I would ever see Remy Ma in a situation where her lips quivered. Like, she didn't even, she was uncomfortable up there, fam. She she couldn't even, like, she didn't even say nothing. Remy Ma? We didn't even get a, are you dumb or nothing, fam? 
we I know I just know I don't like seeing Remy like that, fam. Right? So that's kind of like making me feel like, damn, maybe this is like a new Rem. She got a new look, like she just looked different. It's a new situation going on, right? I don't know. Maybe she wanted to spice things up and and you know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know, and we still don't know because Remy Ma still didn't say anything. Easy to block captain has said a lot though. And Gichi Gotti said a lot as well. And uh he definitely as far as the battle, I don't really feel like I have an opinion on like who won or lost, to be honest. I feel like Geechee won though. Yeah, he won. Geechee won. I gotta rewatch it, like I said, because I didn't see the first. I didn't see Easy first round. Kind of caught it in the because they they actually replayed it on YouTube, right? I'm not I don't pay it. I'm definitely not. And if I'm being all the way honest, probably a pretty much the main reason why I don't tune in as much is because I don't feel like they put enough of the battles like they're not even accessible at this point i don't know where to find these shits i don't bro i I just see a bunch of youtube streams people talking about reacting to but i usually just don't really there's always something else this fight week once again this fight week it's fight week yeah i can't really be focused on the battle when we got fights and different things like if i have to make the choice nine times out of ten nine times out of ten i'm paying for that ufc event right I don't want to see these battles that much. I'm not that invested to really, like, come out of pocket for this. I say all that to say this. They definitely replayed this shit for free. And I know why they did it. I was just scrolling. I see Battle Live. I said, whoa. I can re- I'm going to rewatch it, though. I am. A lot of people said Geechee Gotti, you know, 3-0. Some people said Easy to Black Cap. I don't... I, listen, once again, I feel like Easy has some clever... He was saying some stuff. I caught a few of those. You know what I mean? It was some clever stuff being said. It could have been a tie. Listen, I don't know, fam. I'll tell you who didn't win the fight, though. Uh, Easy to block, Captain. Like, you might have won the battle, but did you win the war if you won the battle? Because that's still in question, right? You didn't win the fight or the battle, according to a lot of people. So right now, it's kind of just like, <laughs> it's all kind of wins and losses. Pap has also been quiet throughout this. Um, yeah, I feel like he just got a a, a promotion um, at TuneCore, which is amazing. Salute, you know what I mean, to TuneCore for for being you know culture forward and basically you know um, giving Pap you know that that basically that role over there at you know. Not exactly sure. I know he's the head of, he's like the president or something, fam. He's over there basically making big plays, and that's great for independent artists, especially considering the fact that Pat Poose himself was an independent artist for many years. And, uh, you know, he kind of, we seen him kind of use that route to get to where he is now. So if anybody should have that hat, you know, it's just dope to see that they, you know, they made that choice and put him in that position. I say all that to say this, though. I know that he's been working. So I would imagine maybe he's just kind of like, I don't know. He had time to, to, to talk to Easy. You know what I'm saying? He might not be saying that into the blogs, but he pulled up on Easy the block captain, allegedly, and put hands on him. So is this the whole thing? Is that hard to believe? Is that so far-fetched? No. If you're from Brooklyn, if you know Pap, if you heard any stories, if, you, if you've if you read any Papoose, I mean, throughout his entire career has kind of been, you know, known as, you know, basically 
a hands-on individual, right? And a no-nonsense kind of guy. I mean, you would imagine that that's times three when we're dealing with, you know, an individual and their, you know, significant other, more specifically their wife, right? Who they have a child with, right? So I don't think it's far-fetched to believe that something might have got blown out of proportion and there was some type of dispute altercation. I do know that, they, you know, when, when they was on stage, like I said, I read body language as well. Like, I was listening to the bars, but I was reading body language as well. And Easy the Black Captain, he, he looked uncomfortable up there as well, man. Then afterwards, you know, they talk, you know, uh, what is that platform? Is it 15 Minutes of Fame? They go and they interview, you know what I'm saying, with Sun. And they basically kind of give their perspective on the battle. I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't know yet. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is obviously, you know, um, is Remy just basically kind of letting this, you know, kind of, I seen a debate that Murder Mook and Loda Lux was having basically kind of, this shit is like in the barbershops and shit. Like, this is like number one trending on Twitter. Number one trending in the lunchrooms. I'm sure they in the lunchrooms going crazy. Talking about this shit, turning up, fighting, picking sides. Social media ain't making it any better. Because that's all this shit is about. Right? Dividing and conquering and shit. Watching people's downfall and having an opinion. That that's They might as well just change the name of Instagram to that right there. Opinions and downfalls. It's crazy out here. But yeah, man. I'm not sure if Remy's kind of like... So it's kind of like... Right, is she kind of just playing to the... And that that even that makes me uncomfortable. The thought of that, fam. When since when Remy Ma, you know what I'm saying? We don't really know her to be this kind of individual to kind of use her her family to kind of you know basically capitalize on some type of like Remy Ma. From what I understand, is is pretty well off financially. I don't really feel like she's at a point in her career or her life where she would have to you know basically compromise family values. And integrity and basically just the image of the, you know what I'm saying, the brand that they work so hard to build at this point to throw that away just to promote a battle rap event would just seem minuscule and minute in comparison, right? So the thought of that within itself is kind of like confirmation, right? Damn. Either way, it's like, damn, like, then it doesn't help that the photo surfaced, right? So I ain't even really the photo. Right. There was a whole photo that surfaced, and I don't even know. I didn't hear anybody deny this either, right? And the photo pretty clearly shows. I mean, you know, you got a lot of AI stuff going on right now. It's a lot of AI technology, kind of, you know. Alien life is basically among us at this point. You know, quietly, they kind of like, they putting out reports every other week. I feel like we already kind of made contact at this point, and it's kind of like quiet. They're trying to keep it. But realistically, fam, we don't know if this photo could be some type of Photoshop. Like I said, nobody's denying anything, which is going to make me just further believe that this is, you know what I'm saying? If nobody's coming out to deny anything in this day and age, that's usually that that usually just means that it's true for the most part, right? People have PR teams. You have social media people. These people work around the clock and, you know what I'm saying, you have handlers who basically can put out these statements, you know what I'm saying, within the click of a button on a phone, right? 
It ain't nothing to clear some shit up is what I'm saying, fam. So the fact that nobody's clearing up anything, then you see a photo of Remy Ma with Remy Ma and, and not, I'm about to say Pat Poose. It's so, used, I'm so used to saying Remy Ma and Pat Poose. Like, you don't even say one without saying the other. It's like peanut butter and jelly, fam. Literally. I damn near slipped up and said Pat Poose. It should have. It was supposed to be Pat Poose. But it was easy to block Captain, who was booed up. Booed up. Red lobster for lunch. You and yo. Papoose. Didn't Papoose have a whole song? Like, isn't this... Am I, am I the only one that caught this? I'm pretty sure Papoose has a song called Booed Up, where he's basically literally at Red Lobster. So maybe this is like some type of payback or something, fam. Because Rem wasn't in that video. Rem was still... I feel like Rem was still up top when he did that. So he shot that video with some video vixen or something. We, maybe this is some type of listen. We don't know how deep the rabbit hole goes. Pause. 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 What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. He was booed up with Remy. It wasn't Pap, though. It was easy. Easy to block, Captain. They said, I mean, listen, man, that photo certainly doesn't. You asking me my opinion? That photo confirms it. I mean, at this point, along with the silence, along with Pap not being at the last event, along with Gichi Gotti completely ethering. Easy to block captain in that third round. He called Remy a... Listen, man. Listen. It got a little spicy up there. Not even gonna hold you. Like, I had to... I cringe. Personally, when he called Remy a, you know, a B-I-T-C-H, I can't even say it. You know what I'm saying? That, personally, I had to, like, kind of turn my head. You see, she turned her head when he said it. Like, she wasn't really feeling that. She was uncomfortable once again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not really sure how this is going to play out, man. I'm not really sure, you know, are we going to get Pat versus Easy the Black Captain, huh? As Smack, come on. Let's 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 set it up. Let's set it up, man. Pat Poos can rap. We already know this, right? Can he battle rap? That's yet to be seen, right? I'm sure he battled a few niggas on 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 in, in Canarsie somewhere, you know I mean, Flatbush, all type of all over Brooklyn. He probably was battling on every, but that's kind of different than you know these events and you know what I'm saying the bright lights. I don't know. Maybe this is maybe this is what we're setting this thing up to be. Maybe maybe Rem is just probably maybe we need to fall back is what I'm saying. Let Rem and Pat. Maybe they kind of quietly cooking up a big event or something, man. Maybe Pat Poose might come out of battle rap retirement, fam. Yeah, facts. He might end up battling easy to black captain. I'm not really sure if that's what they're doing. Like I said, I do feel like battle rap is kind of borderline wrestling, WWE. And that is kind of what they do, right? They kind of pump fake you. You know what I mean? They fake you out over here. They make you look over there. Then you turn around and now it's over there, right? They kind of like set it up like that. So maybe this is a setup, right, for a bigger situation here. So maybe we all need to fall back with our opinions. People are really mad and stuff. Like, I just went through all that right there. At no point during this rant was I actually mad or upset. Like, at the end of the day, fam, none of this shit in the grand scheme of my bottom line means anything. Literally, like, it means nothing, fam. Why are people really mad about this? People on the internet really adding people, adding each other, long paragraphs of emojis, and like what do you, what is going on, fam? 
Y'all not smoking the right strains. That's really what it is. Y'all heard how I intro this shit, right? I'm starting to get in my... Hold on, let me... Microphone, yeah. 57 minutes in. Uh, yeah. That's... And that's just kind of how... Where we at with that, right? Geechee Gotti, easy to block, Captain. Remy Ma conceded, got a reason. It's crazy. There was a clip, too, on Instagram. Yeah, the internet is so, like... You know the internet undefeated, man. Where they basically had... <laughs> They was like they had Remy thoughts, like she was kind of as as Geechee was up there saying what he was saying, and they had like Remy's thoughts about it. But it was clearly edited, but it was hilarious, bro. They, the internet is undefeated, fam. Yeah, all right, we gonna we gonna definitely move off of that. I'm not sure how this is gonna play out. I'm definitely gonna have to be paying attention a little bit more. You know what I'm saying to the battle rap scene. Yeah, yeah. Salute to Remy, though, and Pap, and Gucci, and Easy, right? Hopefully, they leverage all of this press into, you know, uh, greener pastures. I guess it's finally official. I guess it's finally official. I guess it's finally official. Usher is set to perform... At the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show. And it's going to be taking place in Las Vegas, which is his hometown. I mean, listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. There's really not much to be said about this other than the fact that this is long overdue. Right? I mean, that's, yeah, 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 absolutely. Drop a bomb for the Earth one time. Usher has absolutely been, I mean, we've never seen a bad Usher performance, right? Understand that this man has literally been performing since he was 10 or something crazy, right? And realistically, fam, I mean, yeah, as far as artists aging gracefully, I don't really think that, I think we put Usher at the top of that list at this point. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we had Pharrell there for a minute where it was kind of like, damn, this guy just doesn't age. They would have the side-by-sides of Pharrell 30 years ago and shit, and then like him yesterday, and it would be the same guy and shit. I feel like Usher kind of took that crown at this point. Pharrell kind of, you know what I mean? He on some, like, he doing fashion now. We kind of see where he's going. Like, we see the old man Pharrell a little bit now. We see what's about to... Usher is still, like, really performing... In top shape, at his best, he could still stage dive. He could still do the moves. He still know the words to every song. I feel like Jay Z. We gotta salute Jay as well. You know what I'm saying? Let's drop a bomb for Jay. Hook a hole. I was literally just there today. Facts. I might have been there like 40 times at this point. No cap. Changed the whole entire library, bro. And they actually just added uh the off white Lex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off-White Lexus, the Off-White Lexus that he referenced in, like, every album. Yeah, 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 they put that there, which is, I mean, I'm not even sure where they got that from, bro. Like, this is, like, iconic shit going on over there, bro. They got Jay-Z's Off-White Lexus literally in the in the grass in front of the book of, like, this is monumental to say the least, right? I feel like this is monumental as well, though. And we got to salute Jay for, you know, basically... You know, he got that role over there in the NFL. I feel like we was kind of like, we wasn't really sure. 
in the beginning, right? Let me speak for myself. I wasn't sure. When I seen him sitting with Roger Goodell, realistically, fam, it's Jay-Z, though, right? And, like, you can't really question anything he does, realistically, as far as, especially when it comes to business, right? You had to just know that he had a, you know, there was a grand scheme in the end, right? And I just don't feel like he's been doing any, I mean, listen, man, listen, man, you know, it's so interesting that I, I referenced that, that meeting that, you know, Jay-Z, you know, obviously I was talking about when he sat down with the NFL owner at the, you know, Roger Goodell. Is he still the owner? Is Roger Goodell, I feel like he got hit with a scandal or something. Or am I mixing up old white people? Am I getting my old white men mixed up again? One of these dudes, they just got one of them out of here. I know they got Russell Brand out of here. Some crazy sex allegations with a minor. Yeah, another one of those. Uh, yeah, good riddance to that. Uh, yeah, realistically, I don't know any of the ins and outs. I just kind of heard about it, you know. But I say all that to say this, man. We we talking about we talking about Usher's Super Bowl, you know, halftime twenty twenty four, monumental epic. I expect, I fully expect for Usher to come out there and I mean, put on a, you know, epic performance, right? I still remember his the BT performance, man, when he walked down the. He came down the wall and shit, like the Matrix. To this day, on beat, like he did a moonwalk or something. Like he's literally walking, you know what I'm saying, perpendicular on the wall. He wasn't like he was floating on it, kind of like it was crazy. You give him a Super Bowl halftime set, I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to look, you know what I mean? It's pretty much going to be the same situation there. They're going to they're gonna think it. So he might throw the football, catch it, do a backflip. It might be one of those, like, where I feel like he's going to really, like, perform, perform, right? This is the biggest stage, and I'm just saying he's one of our biggest performers. It's basically what I'm saying, right? I, I definitely didn't write this down on my docket, and I'm glad I caught it. I'm super glad I caught this. um, Because Colin Kaepernick, you know, as we're speaking about football, Definitely, you know, it's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. I literally, I promise you, literally maybe like two days ago or three, or maybe it was last week, right? My point is this. I just literally asked, you know, it's every now and then you think you have a thought to yourself. Like, damn, whatever, what happened to such and such? Or I literally said to myself, what is going on with Colin Kaepernick right now? Because realistically, fam, it has been super quiet. As far as media coverage, right? I mean, obviously, when we look at that whole situation and basically the amount of media coverage he was getting throughout that, right? Obviously, at this point, it's kind of like, it, it's almost like it was an afterthought now, right? We don't see any coverage. We don't see anything about charities. And I'm having this thought to myself. Then I also had a, another thought right after that where I said to myself, you know what, man? He, I, I really, truly do hope that he's at peace with the decision that he made. And I wonder if he's still kind of basically sitting around somewhere, like basically regretting the fact that he's not playing the game of football, right? Because ultimately, obviously, listen, you could be the most charitable guy in the world, right? You could be the most philanthropist, the most, you know what I'm saying, a care for the community. You want to give back. You want to be an activist. All that's great. But realistically, fam, do you want to make that your career? Is that something that you want to get up and do every single day? Or is that something that you want to just do because you're passionate about doing it 
so that when you have your free time, you might want to go do that. I know for a fact that there's a void there, and the fact that he kind of just cold turkey had to stop playing football, I'm sure he sat with that. And I say all that to say this, I had this thought, and then a couple days later, I'm scrolling, and I see J. Cole post on his Instagram, right? Obviously, J. J. Cole, you know, you know, one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. Uh, Super, super tight, super, super close with Colin Kaepernick. You know, they've developed a kinship over the years. I feel like there's, uh, you know, they've been very, very kind. You know, that's been a, a known thing. I would, I would assume people kind of knew this at this point, right? I did. I was aware of it, right? J. Cole and Colin Kaepernick are, are close friends, right? So J. Cole, he, he takes it upon himself. Well, I mean, he said it in the in the post that he spoke with Cap, right? Because that's the homie. He probably hit him the night before, like, yo, bro, come on, bro. I got reach, bro. And if I post this shit, it's going, they going to pick this up, bro. Let me post it. Chill. I got it. I know you want to play, bro. I see it. You crying to me. We smoking. We trying to, we ciphering. You crying about, he might be crying. And we don't know what he's going through, bro. He probably cries every night, bro. He wants to play football. And we knew this the whole time. They knew this the whole time. You ain't think he wanted to play football, fam. They sent the whole goddamn, they sent every camera to a football field in a, somewhere discreet. Like, it was like, they, it was a whole thing, fam. Like, he was like El Chapo or something, bro. They snuck the cameras on the field, fam, to watch this man practice and throw a football across the field. It wasn't even a game, bro. He wants to play the game. So I say all I have to say this. J. Cole posted the letter that Colin Kaepernick wrote to the New York Jets organization, right? Now, bear with me. I have no names. I have nothing in front of me, right? I just remembered this as I was referencing, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show and Jay-Z, you know, having that conversation with Roger Goodell. You know, a lot of people gave Jay-Z flat for going and sitting down with Roger Goodell and having that conversation, considering the fact that that was during the time where Colin Kaepernick was actively trying to get a job, right, in the NFL. So a lot of people kind of was putting the onus on Jay-Z to kind of be the guy to facilitate and bridge that gap between Colin Kaepernick and the NFL, right, to get him back in the NFL. A lot of people thought that, all right, we know for a fact he about to come back now, and when that didn't happen... A lot of people kind of was turned off by the situation, right? Myself included. But realistically, fam, we don't really know what the ins and outs of this thing is. And and, and my whole thing is this. Me being a novice when it comes to the, you know, the sport of, you know, football, I really don't. Listen, man, if I have the option between going to a football game live, free tickets, fam, I'd rather go sit on a merry-go-round or something, bro, and just, like, listen to some music. I'll listen to some music all day or something. I'll do anything else. I'm just not interested in the game. Now, if you tell me it's going to be some, you know what I mean? If it's going to be an event, I'll go for the event. But my back will be to the game the whole time, right? My back is to the field. Like, I'm looking in the crowd. I'm looking for other things, right? I'm not worried about the game at all. Not interested. I'm just not there. Um... So my point is this, I don't really even know basically like the equivalent to like I understand basketball a little bit, right? 
sometimes I don't even know what's going on there. But what, I, what I'm saying is this. I don't know what player he would be in the NBA right now. Like, what is he like? What are we looking at right now as far as his skill set and his skill level in the NFL present day? Now, real NFL. Real fans of the NFL would be able to answer that question because, you know, they know the game. They know the ins and outs. What are we looking at, though? Is he like, are we looking at a Giannis? Huh? Probably not. Right. I'm pretty sure he's up there in age. Right. Is he like a, is he like a, I don't know. What's, what's, what's the, what was some name on the heat? Well, I can't remember. I never can remember a name when I'm doing my podcast, but. Udonis Haslam. Are we looking at like a, and realistically, fam, according to the letter, let's get back to the letter, right? Because I'm going off the hinges. Thirsty. My mouth is dry. I'm not going to pause this thing. So look, I feel like he's trying to be the Udonis Haslam of the the, the Jets. Because in the letter, he's basically saying like, listen, man, he damn near, it doesn't, it doesn't even really read that good to me if I'm just being... That's just me with from my perspective, not even really knowing anything about the NFL for real, other than the fact that you can die now. You can die. Right? It doesn't the the letter just seems like we don't really see players. I've never seen this before. Like I've never seen a player write a letter to a team that basically states that, listen, hey. Best case scenario, worst case scenario, if you like what you see, you take me. But if you don't, then you don't take me. Like, he basically essentially begged. He begged. We got to just call it how we see it. From what I've seen, he begged the Jets. He begged them for a job. Let's just keep it all the way a hundo. And it's not even like I'm trying to say, I feel like he should be able to get some type of I mean, how much attention did this guy bring to the NFL? I mean, I'm pretty sure he helped you guys in some ways. He helped them in some ways. He helped them in a lot of ways. Let's be clear. The viewership probably was up a little bit more. Come on. Newspapers was going crazy. They was printing every goddamn day. It was a new story. You guys had to have made some type of like, I just feel like, but then at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know, man, the whole national anthem thing. You know, knowing how, you know, basically patriotism and just knowing how deep that can get for some people. And, you know what I'm saying, uh, knowing what the NFL's demographics are and knowing what their demo is and just knowing what it's kind of hard to even really. I just don't see a scenario where they, they would even want to kind of come to a table with somebody who essentially said the values here are not I don't want to I don't accept them. You know what I'm saying? I don't accept these values. I don't accept these principles. I don't accept these morals. I don't. I want to set a precedent for a new kind of values for the NFL players coming into the league. They were. They hate him. They hate him. Is what I'm basically trying to say. The last thing they're trying to do, right, is go away from tradition. You know, NFL is very, very. They're old, right? It's old. It's antiquated. They've been around the longest. We get it. We get it, man. We also know that, you know, at the time when the NFL was created, black people were being lynched and killed on the street. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's hard to really even have a it's, it's, it's impossible for me to not side with Colin Kaepernick. Right. Just knowing what the history of things is. 
I say all that to say this, man. I don't really think it's time for a history lesson, though. And I think Colin Kaepernick, I think he's done. I think he's done with the history lessons right now, fam. I think he gave his last history lesson. I think he just want to play football right now. And that letter, you know, that letter, you know, is there. I definitely didn't get a chance to see the reactions to it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I kind of caught, you know, I seen a clip where Stephen A basically looks like he's getting ready. I, I want, I definitely want to hear what everybody else has to say about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that's that's we'll see how you know that plays out. Obviously, the man wants to still play football. Will he get back in the league at this point? Is it too late? We don't know. We don't know. I think he also said something along the lines like he'll even accept a role as just a practice squad QB. He just want to get back in the, on the field, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, listen, man, you know, wish that brother the best, man. We wish him the best. I'm not even sure what's going on with wifey. We ain't even really been seeing her active like that. I don't even think she's doing radio no more. What is going on with, uh, damn, I forgot her name. That's how long I ain't seen her in the algorithm. It'll come to me. And she was dope, too. But shout out to them. Shout out to them. Usher Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's set in stone. We'll be looking forward to that. Uh should be an epic performance. Um, as far as we don't obviously the teams haven't been decided yet, right? I'm not that much of a a novice and shit. I know that they still gotta like decide who's gonna get there. Uh I know for a fact it's not gonna be the Jets. Uh <laughs> I know that much. Aaron Rodgers hurt. Come on. Colin Kaepernick hurt. They both then the Colin Kaepernick, is he emotionally even going to be able to play? Like, I don't even know. Like, it just, I don't know, man. It's just so many unanswered questions. I will say this. I will say this. He did also mention the fact that he has been keeping the same regimen and the same workout routine throughout this entire process, right? So for the six years that he's been out of the NFL, according to him, he's been in the gym. He's been in the gym. He's been waiting for this moment. He's been active. He's been ready. And he's, you know, he's still that motherfucking guy, according to him. We still have to see what the Jets decide to do. I, I personally feel like as far as, I mean, unless you're telling me that there's some type of like, you know, permanent ban on Colin Kaepernick, right, for life. Like, does he, is he banned for life, right? You know what I'm saying? You know how some people get banned from TikTok for, for life or banned from Twitch, is he banned for life from the NFL? Unless that's what the teams are being told. Like, if if the teams are not being instructed to make sure that this man is not on their team, you know what I'm saying? Basically, if they're not instructed to keep him out of the league and it's, like, up to them, if they can actually make the choice, which more than likely they can't, and that's the reason why I'm basically even hinting at that, is because I don't really feel like him writing a letter, he might need to write a letter to Roger Goodell, if anything. Type shit. You go straight to the you 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 about to you think you about to after this whole process, bro. This whole time, if it was that easy, Sam, they seen you at the practice facility practicing, and nobody picked you up, bro. You think a letter about to get it done now? I guess he felt like I right, they lost their QB. Niggas is fucked up. Shit, y'all kind of desperate now. Let me see what's good. It's probably just like, let me see what's good. I don't really feel like he even feel like this going. I don't think this is going to get it done. I don't know, man. I don't know. Even I would have, like, walked into the facility personally. At least you gotta, you might need to go have a sit-down meeting. Fuck a letter, my nigga. 
do people even like where do you even accept a letter from now the mailbox you think the Jets is checking the mailbox right now they just lost their damn starring QB them niggas is all over the place yeah so that's 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 kind of how that you know cookie crumbles right there which I do hope he gets on the team though I will say that because it's just like bro let the man play bro if you really want to have a conversation but like yeah it's a way you could go about it whatever the case may be cool cool he took the knee he actually was told by military people who served that that was the way to do it. So, I mean, realistically, fam, listen, I'm not really sure, man. I feel like, you know, they're going to pick and choose. They're going to pick and choose. Um, And I'm definitely going to pick and choose, you know what I'm saying, Uh, because it is definitely fight week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight week is upon us once again, you know. We definitely have, you know, an interesting, you know, situation here with this upcoming fight. Um, got Jamel Charlo set to face off against Canelo Alvarez this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a... You know, Charlo, Jamel Charlo's coming off of a, a five-win win streak, right? So he's been on fire, right? And obviously, you know, he unified the belts in his weight class. I believe he was at 154, um, which is where he was, you know, dominant, you know. So the situation that's kind of at play here is now Canelo Alvarez is a, you know, Fighting at 160 and up, which means that Jamel Charlo had to come up two whole weight classes to even get this fight done, right? And obviously, you know, in in the sport of boxing, in the fight game, you know, in combat sports, you know, fighters' weight is basically, you know, uh the most important, you know, determining factor. Like, I mean, that's everything. It's everything. It determines how you're going to move. It determines how you're going to be able to react. It determines everything, you know, about your physical, you know. Uh, so two whole weight classes, I mean, listen, this is the thing, man. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. That's a tough task. It's a tough task. Two weight classes, I, I don't think we've ever seen a fighter do that come up two weight classes and then fight the the top guy in the weight class. It's kind of like, all right, Jamel Charlo is a dope fighter, but it's kind of like, fam, we don't really know. We've never seen you get hit by Canelo, basically. You know what I'm saying? We've seen you do a lot of amazing things. We've seen you in amazing fights, amazing bouts, amazing wins. You know, he avenged his only loss that he suffered in his career, which was to Tony Harris, right? Which a lot of people felt like he won that fight, actually, right? A lot of people feel like Tony Harris, you know, kind of got away with, you know, a robbery there. But he definitely avenged that, you know, that loss. He came back, they fought again, and he beat Tony Harris. He damn near knocked him out of the ring, fam. He did. I watched it, and it was a good fight. Tony Harris was, you know, 
he was a formidable opponent. It just was, I don't know. He just wasn't on his A game that day. I don't know. I don't know. His legs wasn't there. He was getting knocked around. But, uh, yeah. So, Canelo, this is the thing. You know, me personally, I'm, 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 I'm going to put my money on Charlo for, you know, one reason and one reason only. And if I'm just keeping it all the way a 1,000, it's because he's going to be the, the outstanding underdog in the fight, fam. And we already know that them odds are always in favor of we want to go with the underdog here. And not, not only just that, I do feel like he is a, like I said, once again, he is a skilled fighter and he's an elite athlete. Um, So you, you always want to feel like, you always want to believe that a fighter that is that skilled is always going to have a puncher's chance, right? He's He has enough experience in the ring to, I feel like, you know, kind of go in there and figure things out as far as, once again, the weight class or the weight of the fighters that's, you know, yet to be seen. We don't know how he's going to look in there at 160. We've never seen it. We've seen Canelo at 160, and he's been dominant. But then it's also it's also important to note that Canelo kind of ain't really been looking like Canelo in his last couple of fights, right? Which is another reason why I'm going to favor Charlo here because Canelo is actually coming in this off of a slump. He's coming in this off of, like, He's barely getting by his 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 last few opponents type shit. Like, whereas with Charlo, he's coming in off of a dominant performance, right? Dominant win after win after win. So he's kind of on a streak is what I'm saying, right? And I just feel like, you know, that can translate in a fight as well. <laughs> um, He better avoid that uppercut and all that body, all that body shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of the pocket, bro. Don't 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 let him get you in the body. I feel like it's going. I personally feel like Canelo is going to go to go to the body a lot in this fight. Obviously, like I said once again, when a fighter has to move up in weight, you know that's usually you know, um, that's usually a target. That's usually a target in the ring when a, when another fighter is aware of that. So I expect for him to be going to the body a lot, trying to get the wind out of him early. It's going to be one of those kind of fights. So I I say all I have to say this. I hope Jamel Charlo really sat down and calmed his ass down. He does seem to be a lot more, you know, calmed down. I will say that, though. I feel like the roles have kind of reversed now, which is kind of interesting as far as the, the Charlo twins. I feel like the older brother who was usually, you know, he used to be kind of the, the calm and more laid back one and, you know, and Jamel was the one that was kind of now I feel like it's literally completely the opposite because realistically, fam, Jamal Charlo, which is, you know, the older twin brother of Jamel Charlo, he was supposed to be the one in this fight. But the only reason why he couldn't fight is because he got a whole nother situation. He got mental shit going on. He basically had to take a step back from the sport because he got a lot of things going on. Legal situations, I completely understand that. A legal situation will sidetrack any and everything, right? Including boxing. Sometimes, yeah, even as a boxer, a fighter, you got to chill out sometimes, bro. When you're dealing with legalities and shit, bro. I'm telling you, it's just a complete, it just sidetracks you. <laughs> complete sidetrack, you know, you got to kind of, you know, remodel things a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And kind of replan and reprepare, you know. So I say a lot to say this, man. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I do feel like Jamel Charlo has a good chance to win this fight. I just don't know how. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know he got a chance, though. I don't know what it's going to be. I know he got a chance, though. I know he got a chance. And I know I got a couple of dollars. And I'm definitely putting it on Jermail Charlo, who will be the underdog, fam.
I will keep you posted on that. And the results of that right there. So, yeah, that's definitely this Saturday. Um, As far as fight, I think that um I, I do see that Francis Ngannou has been very, very seriously training for his upcoming bout with uh Tyson Fury, which is, yeah, actually a real thing that's getting ready to happen. You know, this is a hybrid uh, event that will feature, you know, uh, a fighter who basically was a UFC fighter, right? And Tyson Fury, obviously, we already know, is the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Uh, I'm not really sure how, I, as far as my level of excitement, I'm more excited to see Ryan Garcia come back than that right there, if I'm just being like, I don't really... Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. Now, if they was fighting MMA, I'd be a little bit more excited. I just don't feel like there's even going to be a fight here, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Francis Ngannou is not going to be able. But then, you know what? Let me not do that, though. Because he, he he boxed before. He did some boxing, pro boxing, before he was an MMA guy. And obviously, listen, we know that he's known for his devastating knockout punch in the UFC. But my whole thing is this, fam. The UFC is not boxing, bro. How many times do we have to, like, any MMA guy that steps into a boxing ring is going to lose. And any boxer that steps into an MMA cage is going to lose. That is just the bottom line. It is two different dynamics. Two different sets, different sets of mechanics have to be used. It's not the same skill set, fam. UFC fighters have three ounce, four ounce gloves. You know what I'm saying? In boxing, they wear in 10 ounce, 12 ounce gloves. So that alone right there changes everything. Because you were knocking guys out with smaller gloves on, bro. We don't know what your punching power look like with these gloves on. Tyson Fury, on the other hand, who is crafty. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. I guess we'll just have to see how that plays out. I'm not even really sure when that fight is. I know that this is September 27th. We are in the fall season. This is the fourth quarter. So, you know, obviously the fourth quarter, we only have a few months left. So, I mean, I would assume, you know, we also got Stipe and John Jones. I know for a fact that that's 11-11, right? November 11th in the Madison Square Garden. I definitely was looking at ticket prices. And there's a good chance I will be watching this live via stream. Uh, because them shits are starting at like a band. Facts. Not even the good seats is what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'll be keeping you posted on that. I do want to be in the building for that, though, if I'm being honest. I might, I might end up just, we'll see. We'll see. I got some work to do, though, but we'll see. We will see. The MSG, come on. I might have to, anyway. I'm going to see that fight, though. MSG, you know, John Jones versus Stipe. I know we have Charles Oliveira uh, versus Islam Makachev loading for Abu Dhabi. I know that's coming up any, any, I believe, in October. Yeah, end of October, something along, like, yeah, around there. So there's a few fights to looking forward to. Uh, We got a lot coming up as far as combat sports. Uh, this weekend though, Jamel Charlo definitely will be fighting Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, so we gonna we gonna be uh, I'll be back with the results of that. You know what I'm saying? Episode forty three and all that. You already know I'm gonna come back with the with my review of the situation. See how that play out. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, we get a nice clean fight. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
I feel like I feel like I'm an hour and twenty nine minutes in. You know, I'm getting ready to close this thing out. It's been an interesting, you know, just an interesting time. I'm at a point now where I just feel like, man, it's just so clear to me what I want to do with the rest of my life. And it's just a matter of time before I actually get, you know, just basically where I'm trying to go, fam. I just feel like there's a wall in front of me right now. And I'm basically trying to make the decision on whether I need to scale it or knock it over and run through it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's two different ways to get around a wall and all that. You know what I'm saying? Am I going to scale this wall? Or am I going to just demo this shit and blow this shit out of my way, fam? That's kind of just where I'm at with it right now. Um, Yeah, everybody can't go. Before I close this thing out with my last topic, is there any new music I want to get to? New music? I feel like, mm, eh, it's been quiet. Drake still ain't dropped nothing. It's still been quiet over there. Uh... He over there talking about, he tweeting Sexy Red, talking about I love you, and he's still running around being goofy. Uh, He posted some clip. Literally, he, he's sitting there. He got different hairstyles. And, uh, listen, fam, it's quiet for the music side of things, Uh, obviously. Well, actually, no. No, no, it really hasn't, though. It really hasn't, though. I did see Nas drop a music video for, you know, uh the track. You know, the opening track on Magic 3, uh, which is titled Fever. And that shit is hard. I'm not going to hold you. He definitely uh, definitely shot that thing on his 50th birthday, which I do feel like was genius. Because it really does capture, basically, like, it just, like, it's an amazing video. I feel like he beat. Like, you remember how Jay did Rock Boys in the building at night? I feel like Nas was in that shit, too, which is crazy. It was basically, like, that times three. Like, he kind of took it to another level. Like, it's literally at his birthday party. Everybody in the video, cheers. They got the H, the high-definition cameras, 4K. It just looked like a real movie. Like, like a black Scarface and shit, man. His 50th V-Day. I, I think they did an amazing job with the video. Um, That's about it for new music, though, as far as me. Uh, everything else was like a blur. It went in one ear and came out the other. Yeah, I'm still in my, I'm still digging in the crates. I'm still in my, my boom bat bag. We still celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Yeah, I know I'm going to be celebrating that till December 31st. Realistically, fam, I'm celebrating that anyway. But what I'm saying is this, that's not over. That's not over. So I'm kind of still in that. You know what I mean? I'm in and out the EDM lanes. You know what I'm saying? I kind of... I kind of got my go-tos at this point. I ain't really been hearing no new EDM, right? You know what I'm saying? They got, they got, uh, anyway, it's been quiet for music, though. It has. Um, I know Meg the Stallion and, and Drake has some, you know, back and forth. Like, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're supposed to be dropping an album right now. How do you have time to go back and forth with Meg the Stallion, fam? Like, this is just, like, you understand what I'm saying when I say, like, how I I expect my goats to move in hip hop, fam. That's not my goat. I don't acknowledge that as my goat. That's your goat, fam. The fuck. I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this right here, cause we getting ready to you know end this shit. Episode forty two. It's been real. You know what I'm saying. Hit y'all with a couple. You know what I'm saying. Real quick. Something real. I had to come hit y'all with a 
But you know what? You know what? It's about Dame Tom, fam. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about Dame Tom. It's about Dame Tom. It's about Dame Tom. Damian Lillard traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, yeah, this is this is hot off the presses right here, y'all. Uh the docket is on fire. I might need to put this bitch down, fam. Let me drop a bomb one more time. And I'm gonna say it again. It's about Dame Tom because Damian Lillard has officially been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh three team trade. Um, all of the information I have here, I know that they got they got Dame in Milwaukee to team up with Giannis, right? So now it's Dame and Giannis in Milwaukee, okay? Drew Holiday, mad as hell. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so what we got here? You, Yusuf Nurkic, listen, fam. Yusuf Nurkic, fam, to Phoenix. Uh, DeAndre A into uh, Portland. They finally got A in out of uh, Phoenix, which is crazy. They finally figured out a way to kind of get him out of there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to send him. So DeAndre Ayton in Phoenix, or rather uh, Portland, Oregon, Nurkic in, in Phoenix. Uh, this is the this is the thing. This is the thing. Is this a good fit? Yes, 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 absolutely. And I mean, I think I closed my docket at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Damian Lillard. This 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 has been a f- ongoing, you know. I mean, man, they did say that it was going to take some time, though, you know, to get this kind of facilitated. Obviously, Portland wasn't willing to accept anything back, you know what I'm saying, for a player of, you know, Damian Lillard's caliber. So they kind of had to, you know, really make some calls and try to make, you know what I'm saying, ends meet here. They ended up landing on a three-team trade. Um... I'm pretty sure Giannis is ecstatic now. So now this kind of, you know, the Milwaukee fans, I'm pretty sure they are going crazy in Milwaukee because they already got a ring. Giannis already, understand that Giannis already got them a ring without Dame. I just don't see how they're not going to get another one. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. I don't see how they're not going to get another ring, man. Milwaukee might be, this might be the biggest trade ever, bro. Low key. Like, it might quietly become that, is what I'm saying. We see what Damian Lillard is capable of doing. And we know what Giannis is capable of doing. You put that two, you know, that combination together. I'm just saying, man, you get some complimentary pieces and put that around them. You got a whole different situation over there in Milwaukee now. So, salute to Milwaukee. At the end of the day, the NBA season, I'm a little bit, all right, so look. I was saying before I wasn't so excited about this upcoming season. And a big, a large part of that, if I'm just being honest with you, was this Damian Lillard situation, bro. I just didn't understand why. Like, what are y'all doing? Holding players hostage, bro? If a player says he wants to be traded, I just feel like personally, fam, like, trade that player, bro. It just didn't feel like, I didn't feel like they was going to be able to, I didn't want to see another NBA season start with Damian Lillard Wearing a Portland, Oregon, Trailblazers jersey, fam. If I'm just keeping all the way a thousand with you, I said to myself, fam, there is no way they we you cannot hold him hostage, bro. 
and waste all of that talent, bro. So I'm just happy to see that Dame has finally found a new. We're going to see him in a different jersey, fam. Finally, bro. Take that bum-ass red and black stripe off, fam. Respectfully. To Scottie Pippen. Uh, Grant. Who else was over there? Uh, Cliff something. My point is this, fam. Dame is in Portland now. Or, excuse me, in Milwaukee now. You know. Aiden is in Portland now. I'm not sure how he feel about that situation. But, fam, it's kind of like you wasn't... But you was ready to, you was motivated to come back. Like, I bet you he going to say that, too. Like, I was looking forward to playing this season alongside KD. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't, fam. It was going to be the same old, same old, fam. You dunking, you posting, you doing all this shit in the regular season. And as soon as we get to the playoffs, bro, as soon as it's time we need a bucket from you, you disappear the most, bro. It's kind of like, fam, we gave you enough chances, bro. We need a center. We need a center. Is Yurkic or Nurkic going to be that center for Phoenix? Probably not. So clearly, they, they're probably going to be shopping for a center. Uh, If they were smart, they would be. You going to put KD at the five? I mean, he broke his ankle at, on the layup line, fam. You probably want to get somebody a little bit more fit out for that role. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is right there. Uh, As far as James Harden is still... Is James Harden still a Philadelphia 76er right now? I'm pretty sure he is. So we kind of waiting to see how that's going to play out, you know, amongst other things. First take is definitely still the first option as far as uh sports talk shows. Undisputed, they trying to figure it out still. It's cool. It's cool. I don't even think I've seen a clip of them even talking about the Dame shit. Well, that kind of just happened not too long ago. So, yeah, check this out, man. I think that's a wrap. I'm pretty sure that's a wrap. As a matter of fact, I know for a fact that's a wrap. Episode 42, it came and it went. I came, I saw, I conquered. I still ain't sponsored. Look, but that don't discourage me. Because realistically, it really encouraged me, if I'm being honest. And I'll make my promise. I'll never turn my back on y'all again. I'm going to keep on growing. The podcast, the brand, fourth quarter, I got a plan. Listen, you already know what I do. Mama Mentality Mondays, and I do that for you, the people. 2024 is definitely among us. You know, 2024 is definitely Mamba year. And I can't say enough about just basically, you know, my approach and my mindset going into 2024. I I feel like it's just time to make history, man. I know it is. I know it is. And I just feel like, you know, every, you know, everything that I do going forward from this day going forward, you know, is going to be for the betterment of not only just my brand and, you know, my podcast, but for my the next generation after me. I want to make sure that I'm creating something that I can leave behind that can harvest and shelter an entire generation. I don't want the next generation coming after me. I don't want my seed. I don't want my children to be filling out job applications, trying to figure out what company wants to use them and basically use them up for the, you know what I'm saying? You you putting us through the grind. Y'all sitting, y'all on vacation. Nah, fam, nah. I got to build this shit up 
and I got to start, and I'm going to come out swinging 2024, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 42, 42 backwards is 24. Need I say more? Make sure I, 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 I give y'all the right episode this time, because I definitely hit y'all with the unedited episode last week. I do want to apologize to the viewers that was confused. I'm pretty sure there was a lot. And realistically, I didn't even listen to my, my, my full episode in its entirety yet. Um, I attempted to do so as I was, you know, basically falling asleep and I, I fell asleep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of didn't hear the whole thing. But what I'm saying is there was definitely parts and moments and it was cringy as fuck, fam. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Like I said, I just got my shit back. You know what I'm saying? I had to kind of like, I'm a, I was a little rusty, fam. Let me shake the rust off. Chill. Chill. Yeah, I got an unedited full version of a, a Will Maddie TV episode. Y'all better hold on to that and cherish it. Because there's going to be a point in time when my shit is behind a paywall. Facts. And y'all going to be begging for this content. Remember I said that. It's episode 42. It's EBCG podcast. I have been your host. Will Maddie TV. You already know what it is. Until the next time, peace, love, and prosperity. One.